Here's what happened last time on the Encourageable Party. After their daring escape, and the Niogi refusing to continue the chase above ground in the streets of Drakal, the party makes it back to the Tickly Servant for some much-needed R&R, giving Mia a chance to bring Braun up to speed on all that has happened since she left Beric. And now, back to the adventure. Mia, you wake up in the early hours of the morning to to Bronze cries, and he he's like almost like jolts awake in your room, drenched in sweat and breathing heavily, and he's just kind of looking around. Bron, are you okay? Uh, oh, I, I. A, a terrible dream. Uh, you look awful. What did you dream about? I, I, I was on, was on the the table in Hannah's place, strapped down, I fought against my restraints, and, and, and Hannah appears over me. She she had a knife. I, I, I struggle more looking around the room, and but I see me. I. Myself, behind the bars in the cell. And then she's cutting into me. The me on the table. But I don't know. It's not me. My body is covered in hair. And he puts a hand to, to like his chest, like a sternum. I can I can feel the pain still. She's, she's cutting, cutting and cutting... I keep pulling. I can't. I, I can't get get free. And then I'm behind the bars. I'm watching Hannah butcher Niyoki, pulling out organs and the the, the thing writhing on the on the table. It it looks right <sighs> at me and goes completely still. Hannah Hannah's just holding this pulsing organ I I somehow know it's a it's attached to it's my, my it's brain stem and, and then I, I woke up it, it must be what you saw when you were down there that sounds so awful Ugh. Ron you gotta try to forget that I don't, it wasn't you it felt like a memory, like... I, I don't understand. I mean, it wasn't you. It couldn't have been you. You're here now. You're safe. I, uh... I don't feel very good. My head is... pounding. Uh, here, here. Have some water, and I'll, like, find my water skin. Yeah, it'll... it'll take it from you and like greedily glug down the water and the skin and try to lay back down and, and like calm himself his breathing still kind of ragged but he seems to settle down I want to try one of my tr features or traits I want to try my divine intervention on brawn um, I want to I'm trying to think of how to word it though Basically, I roll a percentile die, and if I roll equal or less than 11, so it's not a great chance. But my deity will, like, intervene, and my request succeeds. So maybe I, I go get, like, a little cloth or something. I get, I get some water on it from a sink in the bathroom and, and put it on his head, and just kind of, like, as I put it on his head, I just think inside my head, like, Thor, wipe this man's nightmares from his mind. Get rid of these thoughts. You know, help my brother. And I guess we'll see what happens. Okay, roll him. <laughs> Alright, D100. What is that? Oh, it's a 10. A 10, okay. Oh, yes. So if that's a clue you're trying to give us, it's no longer there. It's gone, so. 
as you're wiping Bronze forehead with with the rag, kind of uh, emitting like almost from your hand, this this kind of radiance uh, begins. You know, it starts as a as a very pale glow and gets brighter and brighter as you are you're praying to to both of your your god to, to Thor. Bronn kind of immediately goes still. His breathing returns to normal. And he, he looks for a second almost catatonic. And then he starts to blink and looks at you. Good morning, sister. What are you doing? Oh, you were having a bad dream. I just, you are sweating. I had to get you a cool towel for your head. Oh, I, I don't remember any dream, uh, but it's a little st- stifled in here. Thanks. I think you could open a window. Okay, and I'll go crack the window. I just exhale, praise Thor. <laughs> Emily, could you roll me a weather die, please? <laughs> roll my lucky die. Six. Mia, as you go to open the door, you kind of pull open the shutters and, and a gust of pretty strong wind kind of blows them out of your hand. You're kind of unexpected for but it does look uh, like it is starting to clear up outside as the morning, uh, you know, the sun is rising up. This is very early morning. Uh, so clear, kind of windy day, but you all get a long rest. Pipe, pipe, pipe. That's what I'm talking about. Yay. Paper's getting pretty, pretty thin where I track my hit points. <laughs> <laughs> written on, erased, written on, erased, written on, erased. So... Essentially, the day seems to be the parties. Not sure when each of you would filter out of your room, but uh, there I don't believe any of you have anywhere that uh, is immediately pressing. So I suppose you could take as long time, as much time as you want and sleep in for once, maybe. <laughs> I think somebody's going to have to wake me up. <laughs> I had a rough <laughs> night. So that's up to Falzern if he wants to... Go down without me, or uh, let me rest. Yeah, I think Falzer and Will just just leave sleeping dogs lying. <laughs> <laughs> Are you sure you don't want to pop out Bigby's hand and give him a little poke awake? <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I think I'm. Yeah, I'm gonna. I think Shaft probably needs his sleep after last night. Well, you know, Shaft's used to drinking, so maybe I do a con check. What do you think? <laughs> uh, you can make me. A con check when you wake up to see how hungover you are. <laughs> okay, that sounds good. I'll keep sleeping then. Yeah, I'll roll out of bed and um, dismiss the tiny hut. Look over at Shaft, who I assume looks very, very asleep, and I'll head, I'll head down to the bar to get a drink and something to eat for breakfast. I think Shakara and Halsa and Drag and Sparky will get out of their cuddle puddle. And also go down to the bar <laughs> for breakfast. Wow. <laughs> you would say that. They're Dendar puddle. Cuddle. Cuddle puddle. <laughs> uh, does Dendar cuddle? I'm sure she does. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Wraps her long tail around you and just mm-hmm. oh, brings no. you all right in oh, securely. Oh, no. <laughs> right into her bosom. She nestles <laughs> you right into her bosom. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Your tail wraps securely around you so you can't get away. Or breathe. (laughs) Minor details. (laughs) Well, the way Mia's deity answered her morning prayers, she's in a good mood. She's heading downstairs for something to eat. Okay, and and Bronn will follow. He's actually going to make his own con check here. Uh, very bad. So Von Braun stands up. You know, he's got the wet cloth on his forehead, which he's very appreciative. He stands up. You know, he feels like he had a you know kind of a, a restful night. Uh, stands up, immediately bends over and throws up. <laughs> the, I guess it's just alcohol. Alcohol because you neglected to feed him last night. So. <laughs> what? While you were waiting, keeping him. There were shared appetizers the- on the table. <laughs> He could have helped himself. <laughs> so it's mostly just just this liquid that comes out. But and he kind of sta- wipes his mouth w- with the cloth, you know, f- moving from his forehead to now his mouth. Breakfast? Uh, I think 
I have a cure for you, yeah. <laughs> and uh, you you and Bronk can, can everyone can kind of meet downstairs at these various times and except Shaft, I guess. I'm just thinking still about how that puke isn't going to clean itself up. That's so gross. <laughs> I can just cast my sacred flame to burn it up. Oh, <laughs> oh, that would smell great, I'm sure. Good morning, guys. Good morning. Good morning. How's everyone feel? I'm feeling not too bad. I, I didn't have all that much to drink last night. I don't think Shaft is going to feel all that great when he eventually wakes up. I just left him. He looked like he would be difficult to rouse. Let's just say that. That should be interesting. Well, I mean, we need him to eat. I've got breakfast plans for you guys. So someone's going to have to wake him up. I could try. You know, he's not a stranger to drinking, so perhaps he'll bounce back better than I'm expecting. Yeah, the meal only takes an hour to eat. No big deal. (laughs) What's a hell of a meal? (laughs) It's what it says. (laughs) All right, Falsy, you're gonna sh- uh, wake up Shaft. Shaft, why don't you give me uh, give me that Constitution saving throw here? See how you feel. Thirteen. Yeah, it's, that's that's much better than Bronze two. Uh, <laughs> so you, <laughs> you're definitely able to keep the contents of your stomach within your stomach. <laughs> okay. But I would imagine you're you're quite dry mouthed, uh, very parched. All right, Falzern comes in and shakes me and get out, Falzern, leave me alone. I'm- Oh. Uh, t- time to get up, Shaft. No. Mia's, Mia's got something that, that sounds quite special for us. Oh, dear God. Might make you feel better. Uh, Come on, buddy. What time is it? Is it is the sun out? Oh, it's been out for a while. Oh, dear God. All right. Sort of roll over, put my boots on, get my stuff, walk down the steps. Shaft, I've got good news for you. I've got breakfast. It cures poison. I think that concludes alcohol. Come sit Alcohol's down. Alcohol's not eat. poison. So I'm casting Hero's Feast. Uh, it takes about ten minutes to cast. So I'll say like when Falzern went up to get him, I started casting it to sort of thing. And uh, this great feast, including magnificent food and drink, it takes an hour to consume, and then the effects set in for 24 hours. The benefits include increasing all of our hit point maximums by 2d10. Um, we're immune to poison and being frightened, cured of all disease and poison, and uh, wisdom saving throws are with advantage. Okay, well, go ahead and roll those 2d10 then. 13 extra hit points. Nice. My goodness, Mia, this is fantastic. Thank you. I'm not a cook, but it does the trick. Sort of pick through the food and... Ah, it's just, ah no, I can't eat that. Oh, wait, what's trust, that? Trust me, try it. What do you call that, Darren? It, the, the one thing that's all sort of green and puddin'-y looking. I call it delicious. Pudding. Put some in your mouth. Who makes pudding green? Okay, it's uh, it. spinach. Cream spinach. I don't know. What pudding. the hell? That, that, it's sort of sweet. That, it's not bad. Get Here, Falzern, put some of this on your biscuit. Sure, Shaft, if you say so. Yeah, yeah. Try that. That's good. Yeah, I've... I'm feeling pretty good now, actually. Yeah. Told ya. Braun, how do you feel? Yeah, Braun is like eating it like he hasn't eaten in two months. <laughs> <laughs> I, I wonder if this is actual calories for him or not. <laughs> Magical calories. <laughs> is anybody else at the tavern looking over at this massive feast that we brought with ourselves? <laughs> brought to ourselves? Actually, the tickly is completely deserted. Uh, okay. Balance. Oh. Where is everyone? Is Samuel here already? Well, is Sally down there? Is is there anybody over by the, the door or anything? There is not. Nobody. Okay. Check her desk for a note. I'll go I'll go see. I'll walk over to where the door is and see if I can open it. Uh it does appear to be locked. That's locked. She's probably not home. Did you try knocking? Uh no. I'll knock. You receive no answer. Either she doesn't want to answer or she's not home. We got food, Sally! After we finish our feast, we should go to the tower. Uh, is that, that's where we're supposed to meet Sammy, right? Yes. 
Um, I think we just continue to eat. You guys have any place else you need to go in call? You got to buy anything or whatever? We, we sort of got some free time here. I got some money for once. Yeah? I would very much like to get this meeting with Samuel over and get on to our next task. Yeah, I, I'm fine with that. Now, did he, did he say what time he intended to arrive or just sometime today? I don't recall. I am unaware of a specific time. Uh, he just gave us days. Yeah, okay. Well, we could go check, certainly. He may be there already. If he's running a bit early. That would explain why this place is empty. I wonder if he's arrived. Sadly, would want to be there. So the way out of town, the closest way out of town to the tavern, did we come in from the east north i can't remember i'm trying to figure out if we're going to go by lag's place on the way out no 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 lag's is west you you went you at the exit of the city to the east gate the tower is northeast of Drukal. i'll uh finish up sort of wipe my mouth off and stand up wipe my hands and all right well that's about all i can eat uh who's all going we all going i, I think we should, we should. Alright, everybody Jinx. everybody finished up. Come on, Bron, put 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 the chicken leg down. You've had enough. At the end of the hour There's the a whole table full The food disappears actually at the end of the hour. So oh, like I wasn't hour. finished <laughs> We'll get you a snack on the road, Bron. Can you do that again? Um tomorrow. Wait, you could do this every day? Sure, yeah. You mean we've been eating this crap? L- for listen weeks on end? Thor has recently blessed me with the ability to do this. It's not like I've always had this ability and wasn't doing it. Thank, praise Thor or whatever. Yeah, praise Thor. <laughs> Bron will kind of uh, you know wipe his hands off on on his on his robes and his you know the bits of uh, cloth between his armor he's he's donned back on this morning, and he'll kind of turn to Dreg. I'm afraid I I, I can't do much about your your situation to, to physically heal you but if you need any type of counseling or, or someone to speak to about what you've gone through uh, I personally haven't been through anything like you have but I believe I, I can help you I I I think I would I think I would like that thank you Bron Drag you can also tell me anything of course, Shakara, and you know that I, I would, and I wouldn't hesitate to. Just want you to know, I am here for whatever you need. And I would offer you the same shoulder. I appreciate that. Hey, Shakara, does Dindar make breakfast? No. And I'll turn and walk out the door. <laughs> One up for Thor. And I'll walk out the door. <laughs> One nothing door, okay. <laughs> you exit the Tickly, and there still are uh, two paladins posted outside, uh, so that kind of increased activity around the inn has not stopped, just uh, because it's empty inside. Although the streets outside immediately do look like there are fewer paladins around as, as you make your way towards the east gate now again directly there right there's no there's really no uh, other than potentially a slight detour to magic 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 basically like like even kepley's and lags they're all west of the tickly servant so you are kind of moving in the opposite direction of those two places um so if there are any other specific areas <laughs> speak now or forever hold your peace <laughs> i i'm gonna say as we're walking along Hey, uh, after this Sammy thing, I do need to come back into town before we head to the mountains. I, I gotta speak to Kepley, but for now, let's just go see what the situation is. Is it important to speak to Kepley? Uh, yeah, it's a it's a family thing. All right. Uh, you exit the city and make your way through it. There. It doesn't seem to be like uh, anything out of the ordinary. Again, there's, there's, you've yet to see any kind of fallout of, of your revelation that you've uncovered of the Neogi inhabiting the, the Darkling Tunnels and the sewers underneath the city. So as far as that, um, it still doesn't appear that any 
efforts or, or, or movement from them have, have made it above ground, at least not as blatantly as them walking around the streets anyways. So, uh, exiting the city, take, taking the eastern road, you see there's signs of increased foot traffic out here. You know, there's numerous, like, boot and, and hoof prints kind of peppered around the soft patches and the, the chipped cobblestone of this road and, and around the surrounding soil that kind of flanks this, this main artery that, if you took it far enough east, would lead directly to Altenchik. Not far out of the city, though, you turn north off of the road, kind of reversing that path that you took into Drakal, right? The, the tower kind of immediately starts looms ahead of you in the, in the clear day that you found yourself uh, traveling in. Easily recognizable, uh, especially how, how bright it is outside. The landscape, though, as you approach the, around the tower has, has changed pretty significantly since you were here last. No more scaffolding? There's well, the scaffolding you tipped over. So from where you can see, it looks like uh, <laughs> there it does. It looks like it's been cleaned up, but there's numerous tents and other temporary structures. Uh, looks like they've been then hastily erected around uh, the tower, and it's kind of this loose, circular formation. And leaving about past two wagons wide, kind of they they stretch from the the tower's base through these tents, kind of like the spokes of a wheel. So. Just, you know, straight past branching out from, from the tower in various directions. There's activity everywhere as well. There's, you know, paladins in all manner of armor and robes kind of bustling around with supplies and, and crates. And others clearly in some position of authority barking out orders. Most of the activity, though, is centered around a single airship that you can see. It has landed just outside of this encampment to the east of the tower, and it looks like it's in the process of being offloaded. It's, uh, you know, are you making a straight to the to the airship, or do you want to go to the tower, or, or what? Because you're you're kind of just hitting the the outliers of, of the tents that have been thrown up, and like around you, like there's like hundreds of of paladins around you, like this. Th there's a, a huge breadth of, of tents, right? Like, taking up a, a couple square miles, it seems. I want to gesture to one of the paladins closest to us. Hey, is Samuel here yet? Oh, no, not not yet. Uh, expected in a few hours, though. The second airship's just, just a little behind. Do you know who piloted this airship? Well, have you heard of Crap Captain Grimby Chum? Yes, yes, I have. He's made quite the impression. Is he ab aboard the ship still? Well, I would assume so. They're still unloading. And I'll nod to him and walk towards the sh airship. The airship's four mechanical dragon wings uh, that, that, if you recall what it looked like from when you first saw them on the Isle of Heracleon, uh, these wings kind of give its its aerial abilities, right? They're, they're folded and tucked in alongside the hull. Uh, you can see the obelisk-shaped anchor weapon that was mounted to the top deck it, and it, it it's kind of filling the air with this underlying hum you know uh, uh, even audible uh, uh, over the sounds of the paladins working and offloading wires and gems set into the forehead of Tinnerman's toy soldiers they pulse with this dazzling rainbow light as five of them are still connected to the weapon again like you saw in Heracleon Standing at the bow, the rough and calloused hands of Grimby Chum, minus a few fingers, of course, they kind of gripping the, the railing of the ship and his, his familiar voice kind of adding to this chorus of work and that, that droning hum as he just is surveying everything going around and kind of barking out orders of himself. Now you be careful around those wings if you ever want this beauty to take off again. Uh, as soon as I see Grimby, I'm going to basically stop walking. Can he see us from where he is? Doesn't look like he's noticed you. He will not recognize me. What? What do I tell him? Yes, he will. He will not know who I am. Just wait till you open your mouth. I, I, Chum will go along with, uh, you know, what's the changes. I mean, he's seen a lot. But... He liked me as I was. Oh, Shakara, I'm I'm sure your physical appearance isn't going to make any difference. Plus you're a lot hotter now. 
Shaft. He's not wrong. <laughs> Drag's like nodding and Halsa nodding. <laughs> well, let's go find out. And I start walking along. I sort of grab Shakara by the sleeve of it just for a second and pull her on. Come on. Uh, I will go, but I will be like a couple steps behind. Okay. And you, you kind of step out like past the the tents and, uh, and and other structures into like the clearing that it has found and kind of has naturally formed around it as the paladins are working, right? And Grimby spots you. I mean, you are a, a bit of a motley bunch, especially standing out against the normal armor-clad paladins. He, you know, he's like exclamatory and disappears from the railing. And a short while, a uh, short few seconds later, you see him kind of barreling down the ramp, bustling past some of the other paladins carrying crates and stuff and almost knocking a few over. And yeah, he, he comes running up to you and he stops a little short right when he sees Shakara. Hey, chum. What's, what's, what's hanging, man? How's it hanging, man? Hey. He's, he's pointing with one of his fingers, like, almost like he's counting. Until he lands on Shakara. Hey, Shakara. Yes. Hello, Grimby. Hey, what, what happened? That is a long story. And he moves right up to you, no longer hesitating. He kind of takes both of your hands in what he has for fingers. <laughs> <laughs> My goodness. <laughs> Times be changing in the air, huh? Yes, much has happened since last we saw you. You got uh, flowing locks to ride on me own. Yes, and they won't go away. <laughs> I sort of smile, look back at Falzern, and then sort of give a little point without them seeing, and wink at him. <laughs> Yeah, and Grimby, his hands have kind of moved up to, to your face and, like, your hair and kind of, like, uh, you know, um, timidly maybe examining you. I've, like, respectfully kind of, like, pulling at your hair and, and feeling it, you know? <laughs> well, I bet y'all have a bit of a story to tell me, huh? You could say that again. Yeah, stuff's happened. For sure. You got, uh, got a place we can go talk that's not sort of out in the open here? I, I, um... Got me, got me duties here yet. We're still off, uh, offloading. Maybe we could help you guys. What? Unload? Yes. Ah, I, I don't do that. We can assist. I can direct people. Indirecting. We should at least go check in with Sally. See if there's any word on what we're supposed to be doing here. Oh, I'm so glad you're here, Grimby. I be mighty fine to see y'all. Uh, Sally is around here somewhere. I already spoke to her this morning. Perfect. What was it like being at the helm of this thing, Grimby? No water in sight. Uh, a beaming smile creeps across his face, and he, like, clamps a strong hand on your shoulder, Falzern. Falzern, <laughs> I tell you, it was everything I ever dreamed of. Come, come, see the deck. I'll take you up, take you aboard. I would love to. Certainly. <laughs> you don't need to be moving no boxes. That's what we got the deck hands for, huh? And yeah, he'll, he'll take it right up. Okay, we'll go. I'll follow. Yeah, Falzern is very curious about about um, how this thing works. And As we're going up, I'm going to sort of try to keep an eye on looking at what are they unloading? Do I see anything that, you know, and are the boxes, are they, uh, are they pallets so I can see in between what's inside of it or anything like that? Just to try to get an idea what what's going on here. Uh, sure, yeah, there are, are a, a various number of, of uh, crates like of different sizes um some of them uh some of them little have like wider bands of wood you know and larger gaps that you, you could certainly peer into uh you see a, a few that look like they contain rations a couple that have weapons and additional armor and supplies uh you do see one that looks like it has some type of uh like potion vials inside of it no no mechanical beans uh, nothing that you uh, can see in the kind of brief time you're looking through in the, in the, the, the small handful of, of crates that you can kind of peer in. 
And yeah, basically, so Grimby takes you into, into the hall, and it, it's inside. It's basically like that of, uh, like the Rising One or Two, not quite like the Rising Three. That was a little different, <laughs> but it's just it's just like the the hall and the belly of like a normal boat almost. That obviously, this was once a ship that has been retrofitted. And again, if you recall uh, in Heracleon. They had taken these mechanical dragons, right? And that's where the wings had come from. They had loaded them into into the the boats. And you pass by one of which uh, has been reconnected to its wings. Uh, you see, though, that the, the kind of the point where it connects at the body, it, like that length of it has been extended, almost like a an oar, like the, the haft of an oar, extended out the side of the ship like you would if you were to row it. But instead, it attaches to those wings that get the ship airborne and he'll lead you up through two more decks before you hit the top deck just kind of this spiral staircase that leads straight up and basically um it opens up like at the mouth or, or at the at the adjacent to where the anchor is uh secured to the deck so you get a, a kind of an you know getting the first close-up view of this retrofitted anchor whereas before you know it had those five uh, independently spinning discs that kind of seemed to just float above one another not quite touching always this kind of gap of air of levitation between the five of them now of course it is it is like solid now it's almost like it's been um, melded or, or, or molded together instead of being a cylinder it is now more of an obelisk where it comes to a point at the top of it those arcane symbols that were on it before still on it it does look like there are additional symbols that have been added to it as part of this retrofit and to the base of it you see where the wires that run from the chest of the toy soldiers connect to uh, at the bottom of this obelisk those wires and if you recall the the toy soldiers also had kind of those warning lights in their own foreheads you know that you've went red uh, red and through the course of uh, back to white as far as threat or, 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 or uh, no threat. They're just pulsing like a, a rainbow glow, uh, very similar to that of the glow that you've seen Phlogiston give off. Seeing all this, Grimby, do you know if Alstov Tinnerman is coming over? I, I uh, believe you'll be coming in with uh, Mr. Coltis. Thank you. Good to know. And I'll look at Dreg. Slyly. I'll look at Dreg, too. Dreg will look back at both of you. Why is everyone <laughs> looking at Dreg? <laughs> both of us at the same time? We're, 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 we're apart. <laughs> it's like cross-eyed Dreg. Is... <laughs> no, I, I look at him and I sort of, you know, tilt my hand up like, deal still on if you want it to be, kind of look to see if he, uh, if he gives me any kind of view back. He, he, Drek has taken to wearing uh, the dagger that Shakar gifted to him, like in its own little scabbard around his waist. So kind of his, his remaining hand just grasps the, the hilt of it very, very tightly. As you know, the, the flesh kind of going red and, and white against the, the pressure points. But other than that, doesn't give any indication to, to either of you. Grimby will take you basically to the, the spot that you would... S- you know, had seen him first at, at, the, at the bow at the railing. And he kind of picks up what looks like a, a bit of a, a clipboard that he had kind of left behind. And he begins to kind of leaf, leaf through it absentmindedly as he's kind of, you know, making sure he's keeping an eye on what's going, you know, down on, on the ground, but still giving his attention to all of you. I, uh, well, what do you think, Shakara? It's wonderful. I hope I get to take you up in the air on it. <laughs> when they are in the captain's seat in that hair now, it can flow through your hair now, <laughs> Shakara. <laughs> oh, it's like nothing else. This sounds exciting. What's her name? Oh, the Rising Four, of course. Ha, ah, but you said it was better than Rising, so I wasn't sure. Uh, it's better than the Rising 1, 2, and 3 put together, so maybe it should be the Rising 7, huh? Uh, hey, could this, uh, could this thing <laughs> uh, set somebody, or at least take somebody up High into the mountains, like above the peaks. Oh, I'm not quite sure on the limits of its height. Uh, it's, <laughs> those mountains be mighty high, but if I'm asked to, I'll sure as hell try. Yeah, interesting. Might be a quick way to 
save some time. I'm sure Samuel will have a plan. I, uh, he definitely seems like a... He strikes me as a man that knows exactly what he wants to do, huh? Have you seen much of him, Grimby? Well, I've spent most of the time kind of learning learning the ropes around here, huh? And then meeting the crew and getting to know them. So, uh, not, not too much, but uh, he checks in every once in a while. And the paladins, they like him? I haven't seen anybody treat him with anything but respect. <laughs> I think you all know that just because you respect someone doesn't mean you like him. That's true. very true. I want to look over at the tower. Does it look like there's been, I mean, it's only been a few days, but does it look like since we were last there, has anything changed about, you know, construction or anything? From the outside, it does not look like anything drastic has changed. The top of it, which had yet to be completed, does look like it's been completed, though uh, not with anything like a, a roof of, that you would put on like a traditional building, but literally just like stone like parapets like you would uh, around the tower uh, or the edge of a castle wall kind of thing um, which weren't there before so other than that it doesn't appear like any significant changes have been made since the last time you were all here you can all recall that when you gave the amulet to sally she was quite excited about and it mentioned well good this means that we can focus our efforts elsewhere rather than finishing the construction on the tower, you've accomplished your task kind of thing. Right. Tell me, what, what have you all been up to in the city? Well, well... We went and saw a play. I wore a dress. It was weird. Hey, Shakara, uh, did you wear a dress? I did, yes. Oh, I bet you look mighty fine in it. It was... soft. Yeah, she went to the theater with me, first time ever. It was a great show. We had a lot of fun. You wouldn't believe how much the ales cost. <laughs> right, Falzrand? Grimby, there are Miyogi under the city. Everywhere. Aye, uh, have you... Did you let Sally know? Yes, she knows. Aye, aye, uh, I'm sure she'll uh, inform Mr. Coltis, huh? My, that's unexpected. When was the last time you were in the city? Just this morning. A few hours ago. Last night, we saw the Niyogi. They keep showing up everywhere we go. It's not great. Oh, Grimby, this is my brother, Bron. Uh, sorry, apologies. Uh, should have introduced you. Bron, this is Grimby. You heard about him last night. I don't know if you remember. Bron was pretty drunk. Hi, <laughs> was he? You guys must slap on the back. <laughs> well, I hope you're ready. For later tonight, we'll get more drinks into all of us. All right. Sounds like a plan. I can, as long as I can make breakfast, you know what I mean? Cure some ailments. Well, I I won't object to that. Uh, the, the chef on the board is not too great, huh? Grimby, you won't believe. Best breakfast I think I've ever had. Mia makes a mighty fine breakfast. She made some shepherd's pie, then? Oh, Even better. Well, uh, me, I like my eggs sunny side up, huh? Sounds good. Uh, a paladin will will approach your group here. And he is holding kind of a, a checklist or a clipboard of, of his own kind of thing. Excuse me, uh, uh, Captain. Hey, uh, Greg. No, uh, please, I, I've told you, my, my name's Darcy. <laughs> Every ship need a Greg. Huh? It'd be an honor to get the name. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what do we have left to, to take off, huh? And he's kind of rifling through his own papers as Grimby's like, almost like, it's like a double check. He's looking at his own. Uh, let's see. Uh, uh, armaments, armor, uh, supply, food supplies, uh, 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 healing supplies. And it looks like we have uh, a bit more food and then the, the supply of circlets to come off. And Grimby's kind of going through. Gives Darcy slash Greg a nod. I be off then and uh, make sure they get to where they need to go. Hey, Grimby, uh, you got access to a few of those items maybe to help out a group of uh, adventurers here? I, uh, you'll have to talk to the quartermaster and uh, fill out a requisition form, but you can get whatever goods you need. Wait, wait, you're, you're the captain, right? I mean, you don't have to go through all the... The bureaucracy of getting things at If you. Grimby says we talk to the quartermaster, then we talk to the quartermaster. 
I, I'd pay no attention to Shakara. Right, buddy? I mean, we could use a circle or two. Aye, and uh, you'll have them, but rules are rules. I transport the stuff. It ain't mine to give out. Where's the quartermaster? Uh, the tent is uh, just yonder at the base of the tower there. I look over at Mia and I go, You've been wanting to pick some of these up. What do you think? I say we try. I believe, especially if you said we got to go back to the city. I have, I have, we have people that we told we'd try to get these for. Jolvi. Jolvi? It's a different. You, you like Jolvi's music? It's a different Jolvi than it used to be. Apparently, there is always a Jolvi. There's always a Jolvi, Grimby. What, what do you mean? Uh, I, I. I picked up a collector's item that was supposed to enhance in value because of his death, but you tell me he's alive? Uh, a different This is guy. supposed to be a retirement investment. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's classic Jolvi. What we got now is sort of uh, yeah, new wavy kind of Jolvi. There's Okay, so Jolvi died, but someone still needs to protect the theater, so there's a new guy naming... Like, Jolvi's a title, not a name. Like, Captain is a title. <laughs> it's clearly seen. I know it's a lot to take in. <laughs> yeah, you see, like, Grimmy just, like, a blank look on his face. Just, <laughs> he's I, just yeah, he's stupid collector's item. I, uh, you know, artist. You kind of got played, Grimby. Sorry. Well, uh, who knows? Uh, the way this assault on the mountain goes, <laughs> we might all not get a retirement. It's true, but next time... I'll cast my zone of truth. You won't get any hustles. You know, you won't be uh, outsmarted. Well, I uh, appreciate it there, Mia. <laughs> Not to mention the insult, but... Uh... Uh, yeah, I did see Shakara's face when I said that. Sorry, <laughs> kind of cringe. Look, the quartermaster, her name's Catherby. We call her quartermaster Kathy because she chatters a lot. <laughs> so when you get in there, just... Try to be quick, or else she'll catch you up in small talk for an hour. Should oh, we great. call her Kathy, or...? I wouldn't call that to her face. Kathy with a C or a K? <laughs> Whatever your preference is, Mia. <laughs> Maybe if you want a zone of truth, or she'll tell you. <laughs> I mean, hell, we're not writing it down, right? <laughs> I'm just curious. Kathy's with a K are always worse. <laughs> <laughs> Apologies, listener. <laughs> <laughs> I guess just because we're on this ship, we need to see if there's any other questions. So I'm looking over at I look over at the obelisk and the things, uh, the robots, I guess I should say the word that are attached to it. And I sort of glance over at the the Grimby and go, "What's going on there? Uh, that's sort of like a power supply for those things." I uh, power supply. Also, how you kind of control it. I got to fire her off a couple of times. <laughs> oh, boy, she does some damage. Oh, yeah? How's that work? Can you show me? I mean, not not really fire it, but just show me how it works. I mean, I love this kind of stuff. Hey, uh, I'll show you all, huh? It's me boat. Oh, great, yeah. Just like the, the Rising 3. Remember the, the big the, the, the clamshell thingy? This is even enough. Oh, yeah, I wanna, yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> you did great. Show me how this Show me how this thing works, man. This is great. Were you attacked on the way here? Oh, no, I uh, just need to work out the kinks of all the system. This is apparently new technology. Uh, Tinnerman fellow uh, wasn't quite sure it would work as, as uh, seamlessly as <laughs> his toy soldiers here seem to. Grimby takes all of you back over to the anchor weapon. And he, he kind of motions each of the soldiers. It's each of you stand in front of one of them. Takes takes five of us to do this. Okay, I'll stand in front of one of them. I I will obey. too. Yep. Grimby will take the, take the fifth one. And you you can see that these guys these ones because you you got pretty up close to the toy soldiers before, like when you were hiding out in um, Janella's house on the island, and they were kind of outside with the glowing red lights on the foreheads, right uh, before the cultists attacked the island itself. You got a pretty good look at them. So these ones, again, like the anchor itself, look like they have been modified and retrofitted, and they have uh, on their chest plate a, a number of the similar etchings and like runes like the obelisk has, 
uh, is you, you see that each of you actually can find one that matches what's on your individual toy soldier that you're standing in front of. In addition to that, set into to their chest, they just have a, a, a series of, of buttons, like three three buttons on each, and then like a little a little lever. I uh, it's actually pretty simple. We all just uh, put in the right combo, pull the lever at once, boom, thing goes off. But it requires five. I, uh, I asked about that. Uh, didn't seem very convenient. Something about uh, the way the anchor uh, worked before. It couldn't get over, couldn't override. I don't know. It was Tinnaman talking in that. Uh, you can only take so much of that guy's voice. So if one of these things is out of commission, you can't fire the, the weapon? Uh, yeah, you got to make sure you protect them. Uh, we got a couple spares uh, down below deck, but only a few of us have the know-how to, to hook them up properly. How do you aim it? Well, that's that's the that's the hard part. It takes a bit of a nifty uh, flying to, to do so. Oh, so it like shoots like a beam or something out the front, and then you sort of turn the ship to where you want it to hit. I uh, and he, he kind of grabs the obelisk itself and struggles, but is able to like shift it and move. It. And you see that it's on like it, it looks like it's almost like suspended, and and you can kind of maneuver it and manipulate it. As he kind of like starts to tip it a little bit over and then kind of pulls it back to tilt upright. I, uh, it's on, uh, you see, you can, you can kind of, kind of point it, but, uh, it takes a lot of effort for, uh, uh honestly, a lot of payoff. Yeah, Tinderman, he, he's a pretty sharp guy, but he doesn't really get into the details, apparently. I mean, you'd, you'd think it'd be some kind of something you could just move around to make this thing, but, but hey, it's still pretty cool. So when you shot it, like, what did you shoot it at? I just out into the ocean. And it, what did it do when it hit the water? <laughs> oh yeah, like did it, like push the water out of the way and kill like a bunch of fish and stuff. <laughs> it's an easy way to fish, huh? Easy to splash the water a hundred feet high. Oh, I wish I would have saw it. Well, maybe you, maybe you get a chance. I <laughs> I reckon we'll be uh, firing this thing off once or twice. Cool. And the other ships, do they have this too? Yeah, uh, the other airship, eh? Uh, they had to retrieve it, though. Um, and he kind of looks at Dreg. I hear uh, your friend had his way of stashing it, but uh, that's why Samuel's lagging, uh, lagging a little behind. I actually heard he was early. Well, he's still doing today, but they had to go and retrieve it first. Dreg did have his reasons. Uh, yeah, I don't doubt that. Uh, these are powerful things in the wrong hands be devastating but look between us one two three seven eight i don't know between us eight <laughs> let's try to keep this one in our hands i like the sound of that what do you mean by that i mean this is my ship you don't want a rising five <laughs> well ideally not i get you i got you now i mean did sammy sort of did he sort of give this ship to you i mean no strings attached other than a little bit of fighting? I, uh, he demands service of, uh, those of in, in his employ, I but, uh, yeah, as far as I am concerned, the ship is mine. Look, uh, we're all on board with this Nyogi thing, right? We gotta get rid of him? Yes. Oh, yeah. Okay, I can agree to this, then I'll do my duty once that's done. I'm setting off into sunset. And I hope you all come with me. Yeah, remember, there's money to be made, too, right, with a ship like this. But I the mean, sunset sounds nice. Well, I mean, you can't live in the sunset. You gotta eat. I can eat. I can make us breakfast. <laughs> One meal a day? <laughs> Look at me! Oh, just wait for it, Grimby. You'll enjoy it. <laughs> All I'm saying is we gotta have a plan after everything's said and done. We can't, uh, you gotta think of the future. Agreed. I'm with you. It certainly is a, a nice ship, Grimby. Quite an upgrade. I it'd be, but uh, let me let me I, I tell y'all, and he kind of reaches down and like gr- holds Shigar's hand. You find something that you love, you just grab onto it. Don't let it go. He's like looking at Drag and Braun and all of you. I'll give his hand a squeeze. He's known Braun for five minutes. And he loves him. Falzern reaches down into his bag of holding and feels for his spell book. And <laughs> instead of getting the book, Denny pro pushes his way into your hand. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, oh, oh my. (laughs) 
Yeah, you'd be doing it with that buzzer, huh? <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'll, I'll, tell, I'll tell you later. But, uh, there's no funny business up, up on deck. You can save it for your private quarters. Yes, yes, of course. Falzer has made a new friend. You know what, Grimby? What? Why don't he's, I introduce he's you? He's just discovering his new friend. I, uh, <laughs> I've been well acquainted with my little friend for quite a number of years. No, 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 Grimby. Oh goodness. Look, look. L let he me really show you. He loves his books. It's weird. Oh, it's okay. I take your word for it. Falzern will, uh, Falzern will usher Denny out of the, um, out of the bag of holding. Hi. <laughs> You've been taken to the skies yourself, boy. I have. It's quite the thing, Grimby. I can understand why you like it so much. I, uh, pleasure to meet you there, Denny. Uh, once the work here is done, I'm <laughs> be happy to go on a ride. And Denny will kind of quiver and, like, shake, like, kind of rise up and down. And doesn't seem like it's too clear what Denny's trying to say, but, uh, <laughs> he'll kind of float back to your side, Falzern. I kind of reach out and, and as as I have many times before, awkwardly sort of not really know how to show it affection, maybe pat it a little bit on the back of the broomstick. All right, well, off to see Catherine, eh? Grimby, do you have time to talk while they go see the quartermaster? Uh, I, uh, if you can talk up, up deck here, I'd be happy to have a word. That's fine. I said, okay, well, we're off. I sort of look up at Grimby and give him a nudge, like a wink, wink, nudge, nudge. You go, uh, have a good time. We'll see you in a little while. <laughs> okay. Is everybody else coming with me, or is anybody staying with Shakara? I'll go with you. Bron, I mean, obviously, Bron's going with Mia. I'll kind of shoo Halsa and drag away. Okay, okay. So Dragon Halsa will accompany uh, the rest of the party then as well. You all, uh, you know, as, as you're departing, uh, Shakara, you notice, like, as Drag kind of passes by the weapon, like it just it, it, visible tension throughout his whole body, right? As, as he's looking at, at what has become of his, his safety anchor. Uh, I just want to tell Grimby about, about how I changed and why I changed, but it's still me. And Grimby will listen very attentively, not not saying anything or, or trying to interrupt until like you kind of, I imagine kind of just like all floods out. Yeah. It's like a, a word vomit. Yeah. Totally. Totally. And yeah, again, he'll kind of just take your hands. He says, I, uh, I knew it'd be you just, just, just being close to you. I, uh, didn't doubt it for a second and I can already tell that we both might be changing a bit, but I don't think it'll, don't don't be afraid. I, I'm not going anywhere, and uh, I hope you feel the same way. I do. I have missed you. I uh, missed you. Something fierce, there, Shikara. I have started a family. Drag and Hulsa and Campbell. I, uh... Well, I always wanted kids. <laughs> not in that way. <laughs> I get, I get the gist. Uh, I see. Uh, yeah, Dreg's in uh, a poor state, huh? Yes, these last few weeks have been hard on him. It's mighty fine of you to to take him in. Uh, you know, I always offer a shoulder to those that uh, that might need it. Usually, <laughs> what happens is they become part of the crew, huh? And then they die a terrible drowning death. Uh, but that's just the unfortunate <laughs> circumstances that I often find myself. I mean, you, you, you know full well. Yes. Granby, I would... I would like it very much if you became a part of my family as well. I, uh... What does that entail? Just that we look after each other. Mainly, that is it. Well, uh, didn't I consider us a family already? I would need you to... become closer to Dendar. To pledge allegiance. And, uh, this Dendar, uh, obviously, you put your faith in her. It 
was thrust upon me originally. But yes, I fear for those not under her protection. I... Well, let me tell you, Shakara, when I was a wee boy, I was terrified of the water. Wouldn't get close to it, not within six miles of the coast. One day, my family, we moved. We moved to Port Randis. I had not no choice but to face my fears and put my faith in something higher. Something greater than myself. And that was the ocean. I, From the way I see it, it doesn't look like that's any different than what she'd be doing with Dendar. I know things... Things are frightening. More frightening than not. And I... I'm glad you found... Someone... Something to... To take that fear away a little bit. And I say if it can help you, then... It can help others as well. So tonight, after your duties are done, we can do the ritual to bind you to me and me to you and to our family. I, uh, <laughs> that sounds pretty good to me. Good. And I will stand next to him as he continues to take care of what he needs to do. As we're walking along, I'm going to sort of look up at Drag as we're sort of walking and I go, I see him looking over at the, uh, the obelisk and uh, you gotta be able to keep it together for a while, sort of let this Alstoff thing go until the time is right I mean, I know you said not to do anything, but God, wouldn't it feel great? I told Shakara that my actions, it wouldn't put any of us in any sort of jeopardy I can control my anger. Okay. Well, you see, this that little guy can put together some pretty damaging stuff. How comfortable are you that he can take something that was good that you made and twist it into something powerful that, you know, somebody can control? Maybe it be Isabella, Samuel. Well, the Neoki deserve it. They're trying to take over our Sparrow. Oh, yeah. I'm saying, I'm saying when the time's right. We have to do what we have to do. Right, Drake? I just worry about what... If we successfully rid Aspara of the Niogi, then what happens if these powerful weapons... We'll... We'll destroy them. We'll figure it out. I'm just making sure we're, we're on the same page, right? Mia? Right. I would imagine Samuel's not going to be too interested in destroying his weaponry. I think you're probably right, Shaft. I think we'll have to see uh, how this plays out in the end. And, you know, we still have Isabella Dendar. I mean, I'm, how does Thor feel about Dendar? Thor does not appreciate Dendar's influence, says Bron. I look over at Mia and I go, I mean, we're doing what we got to do for now. It's true. I mean, part of me thinks the greatest evil is Isabella because Shakara didn't want any of this in the first place, just like Falzarin. She's kind of been brainwashed into this cult of Dendar and... Yeah, but she's taken to it pretty well. Sure, she's hot, but what does that mean? I didn't mean physically. I meant more that uh, she's buying into what Dendar's selling. Of course. He... She, sorry, gives her power. It's just like me and Thor. When Thor reveals more things to me, I mean, of course, my faith in him grows. Yeah, I mean, Thor seems like a great guy. You know, he's got the lightning and the hammer yeah, stuff. Yeah, your and, breakfast and, and was makes fantastic. A great meal. Exactly. Yeah, it makes a great meal and stuff. But Dindar, I mean, it's she refers to her as the serpent mother. I don't know. I don't I'm like snakes. I'm not saying I have to take Shikara down, but... I don't. I don't. I don't think anyone. Okay. Of us okay. Said I'm that. just throwing it out there. I just Izzy's the bad influence in my eyes. Yeah. I. I, I guess what I'm getting at is this may not end with a Niyogi. There's always something, but the imminent threat in my eyes is the Niyogi and has been for quite some time. Yeah, and I think that, and I point back at the ship, is going to help with that situation for sure. Definitely. All right. 
Let's go get some circlets. That's it. End of the show. Thanks for listening. But before you go, I got a couple other things I want to tell you about. Uh, you can find the Encourageable Party all over the interwebs. You can just go to encourageableparty.com and you can find all the links there. While you're there, check out the Patreon. There's some really cool stuff you could do with the Patreon, like give inspiration to Shaft. Or you can waste it and give it to one of those other mooks. Even worse, you could give it to Leland. Also, you can get access to mini campaigns and other cool stuff that we do. You're automatically entered into all contests. I mean, it's, it's really a great deal. Uh, the Encourageable Party is sponsored by Critical Hit Design. All ambient sounds and music provided by TabletopAudio.com. Intro and outro music is by Josh Jarvis, and you can email him at jamesmercymusic at gmail.com if you need any music stuff. Okay, that's it. Now you can go. Happy adventuring! <laughs>